You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, what does it take to be a great leader? Most of the time we think a great leader must have great intellectual powers. And yet, a person can be intellectually brilliant, can be very logical, very hardworking, very diligent, and yet not able to get things done. And this is simply because he lacks EQ. He lacks a discerning heart. Indeed, my dear brothers and sisters, most of the decisions in life are not made with the head, but with the heart. And that is the reason why, even during this time of COVID-19 pandemic, with all the logical reasons given by the authorities on why people should be vaccinated, many are still unconvinced. Many are still skeptical because of the lack of trust, because they feel the lack of transparency, for whatever reasons. Indeed, the only way to convince people is not through reason alone, but to move and to touch their hearts. My dear brothers and sisters, this was the case of King Solomon in today's first reading. He took over from King David, and the Lord asked him, ask what you would like me to give you. And King Solomon, instead of asking for military power, for the ability to conquer his enemies, he asked for a discerning heart. And he said, give me a heart so that I can understand how to discern between good and evil so that I could govern this people of yours that is so great. Solomon was not thinking about himself, about riches, even the safety of his own life. He was thinking about how to be a good shepherd as today gospel acclamation says, the sheep that belongs to me, listen to my voice. He wants to know how to govern the sheep, the people of God. And so God was delighted, God was happy, and God gave him a heart wise and shrewd, as done before him had been given. To ask for a discerning heart means to say that we do not just use our intellect to discern, of course, that is necessary, but it must be complemented by a heart that is intuitive. In other words, many of the decisions in life cannot be done logically. We have to use the gut level in order to discern what the Lord is saying to us. Things are never logical all the time. And it's important, therefore, to ask what is the Spirit of God speaking to us after all 
the intellectual discerning has been done. And a case in point, of course, which is left out in the lectionary, is King Solomon's judgment of two women. They gave birth each to a baby, and one of them died. In the middle of the night, one, the, one, the mother with the dead baby substitute with the other women baby. And of course, there was an argument between them. And so they brought the case to King Solomon. And King Solomon's solution was simply this, to cut the baby that was still alive into half and gift to both mothers, since both mothers made a claim to the baby that was alive. Solomon, he could understand the heart of the mother. Of course, the baby that belongs to the real mother would not want the child to die, even if the child were taken away from her. Whereas the mother, who's, the baby who not, does not belong to the mother, insists that they, should, he, that they should follow Solomon's decision to cut the baby into half. So Solomon, he did not just act logically, but he knew the heart of a mother. And that was the way in which he solved the problem and to find out the real mother. Unfortunately, my dear brothers and sisters, while Solomon was great in administration, in helping others to discern their lives, he was not great in his own life. He did not use the same gift of discernment for his personal life. This is the greatest tragedy. And that is true. Many of us sometimes are called to be bosses. We are called to be spirit directors. But we cannot direct our own lives. No matter how good a spirit director you are, we cannot direct our own. We are blind to our own sins, blind to our weakness, blind to our faults. We always need someone else to guide us. But King Solomon, he relied on himself. Already at the very beginning of this chapter of the first book of Kings, we are told that King Solomon, he already made a big mistake. What did he do? He had a marriage alliance with Egypt and he married uh, the daughters of King Pharaoh. And when you bring foreign wives into the country, you bring also their worship, their idolatry. In fact, the book of Kings, at the end of the day, judged the failure of Solomon due to the idolatry that prevailed in the land. Simply because he brought in foreign wives together with their practices. He even established the high places for them to worship. And so he himself, although loving the Lord, trying to be faithful to him, was confused in his own faith. Eventually he became complacent and he lost the sense of direction. Eventually the kingdom collapsed because he directed himself. We can never be our own 
spiritual director. Let us remember this. And in today's gospel, we have Jesus again, who has a discerning heart. The apostles, we had told, rejoined Jesus, and they told him what they had done and thought. Jesus knew the importance of his collaborators, that they need to come together to review their plans, review their mission, because it is when we come together to support one another that the mission can be successful. There is always a lot of things to learn from each other's experience. No leader must ever work alone. No leader must ever think that he has all the solutions to all the problems. In fact, it is always a teamwork. It is always a a question of collaboration. That is why they came to Jesus and reviewed with Jesus all they had done and taught. And it is very important a leader can never work alone. He must be humble to listen and to gather information and to hear others' experiences. Secondly, we are told that Jesus understood that the way for this servant is to go to a lonely place all by themselves and rest for a while. Again, Jesus understood the importance of uh, finding time to pray, to rest in the quiet place. Because most of us, we are workaholic. We are very concerned about our productivity, how much we do, whether people appreciate. We want to be seen to be doing many things. But many of us are not interested to be seen by God or to see God in prayer life. And this is very important. It's only when we are willing to withdraw into the desert to a quiet place. We cannot listen to the Lord attentively. We have to make a choice. We have to make a discerning decisions to be with the Lord, which is a priority. But even that, again, you see, you need to have a discerning heart. There are some of us who are very disciplined in prayer life, very disciplined in their schedule, but rigid, cannot change. Especially when there are pressing demands. We need to make exceptions. Then Jesus He himself wanted to rest with the apostles and he saw the crowd and he said, let us postpone this rest. We must attend to these people who were hungering for the word of God, who wanted to be healed by the Lord. And the Lord put aside his own needs and the needs of his disciples for a while. Not permanently, but some of us, again, you know, we are so ill-disciplined. Oh, when everybody calls, we say yes to everybody. And we are running here, there, everywhere. And we forget to pray. Too tired to pray. Too tired to rest in the Lord. This is where the mistake comes. We need to be disciplined, but not rigid. At the same time, we must go back once the work is done. We must know when to say yes, when to say no. Because a person who cannot say no means to say that he doesn't have a discerning heart. What is truly important? There are some of us, we are doing 
everything, responding to everybody because we want everybody to say we are so good, always available, day and night, at the expense of our own physical health, spiritual health. So we must be discerning. And then we are told that uh, what is also important, again, Jesus has a very discerning heart. Then the next episode would be the feeding of the 5,000. And the disciples once again say, yeah, send these fellows away, it's so late, how do we feed 5,000? Jesus again, a very discerning man. He trusted in the Lord. He used his gut level, his intuitive heart. God will supply. And he said, let them be seated. We will feed them and there will be plenty left behind. We pray that if we want to be good shepherds, that we too would have a discerning heart. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.